When you live on sugary snacks, eating only when you feel hungry, your blood sugar levels will go up and down like a roller coaster. You wolf down some candy to get a quick up when you feel you are crashing down, but that crash will just happen anyway, and you will need another boost of energy. It gives you a false sense of energy. You keep feeding your system with quick energy boost all the time just to fight those dips that you are having. But if you instead eat good food, healthy foods with long-lasting nutrition, you will have a more even flow of energy. If you plan your food ahead and prepare it when you have the time to spare, you don't have to stress about it and find a vending machine to get some sugary candy when you feel that you are about to crash. The same goes for your marketing. You are listening <clears throat> You are listening to the Make and Market podcast. My name is Jens Lennartson. I help no-code startups and entrepreneurs to get their marketing shit together. <laughs> Before I start, I want to share something with you. I've created a free video workshop where I show you the exact steps uh, to building a mailing list that'll easily bring in $2,000 a month. I'll explain to you in this workshop the four parts you need to build an automated sales funnel that will work for any startup and for any solo entrepreneurs. You can get this completely free. You only need to go to jenslenardson.com slash workshop. And I'll put a link in the description as well. As long as you market yourself, your company, your startup, your product, as long as you reach out and create content, you will get more leads. But what if you don't always have the time to create content, to spend on social media, to write emails? Working in a startup means resources are limited. You need to get your product in shape to have a product to sell in the first place. And that means you won't have the time to put into your marketing funnel, to put into your marketing strategy. But without marketing, there's no one to buy your product. Or maybe you're working with a limited number of clients. And when you are doing that, when you are working with a client or a few clients, you need to spend 100% of your time on that client. Then when you finish working with them, you need to start marketing yourself again. You need to go out there and find the next client. That means there's going to be a gap, a gap from when you stop working, when you stop having an income, to when you find that new client, to when you find that new source of income. Doing this means it's sort of a feast and famine cycle. When you have work to do, there is no time to market yourself. But when you don't have work and when you really need leads, when you really need to have another income, you need to get that going fast. You need to 
jump into marketing. You're stressed out. You need to pull all the strings you can you can find. You need to get something going fast and income. This is not a very sustainable way to do business. It's very stressful and it's basically not, not a good way to do it. So today I would like to show you how you can build your marketing funnel so that you don't need to spend hours and hours every day or even every week. I would like to show you how you can alter your sales funnel, do it a little bit um, in another way that you would usually do it or that people are telling you to do it. So that it would work on autopilot, even when you have tons and tons of work to do and you don't have the time to write blog posts, you don't have the time to be on Twitter, you don't have time to write emails. So it will work for you even when you are doing things elsewhere and whenever you have the time, you can come back and improve it. First, I would like to quickly go through what you need uh, from someone for them to convert, to buy something for you, to sign up for a demo, or to buy your product, or sign up for a, a road mapping session, or a coaching call, or whatever you are selling. Before that will happen, you need three things. First of all, you need to make them know that you exist. You need to make them find you, right? There's a thousand different companies out there, a thousand different entrepreneurs and makers doing similar things, similar stuff that you are doing. And they all solve different problems. So before someone can buy something from you, or take advantage of your services, they need to know that you exist, right? So that's the first thing. Then, before they will buy from you, they need to trust you. They need to know that they will get value back from you, that the value you are promising them will come back. They need to know that you are good for your word. That's the second thing. And... Finally, they need to be giving, given an opportunity to buy. Some people might need your product the first time they ever encounter you on Twitter. They might see an offer that you, you put out there and they think to themselves like, wow, I would really need that right now. I would really get a lot of value from this uh, product, this this offer, but then it might not be the right opportunity for them to buy now. They might not have the money, they might be in the car, they <laughs> might have a meeting coming up, whatever. So even though they can buy it, it might not be the right opportunity. So you need to make sure that they are given that opportunity to buy when they can. Your mailing list is the backbone of your marketing. If you don't have a mailing list, you are leaving a lot of money on the table. 
a mailing list is the best way to keep in touch with people, to offer them your products, to sell, and it will outdo all other platforms. You can't be only on social media because there's algorithms, algorithms that will prevent someone that love what you do, love what you're talking about, to see your stuff tomorrow. You don't control your Twitter account. You don't control the communication channel between you and your Twitter followers. Twitter is doing that and they will they will set that communication up. They will do that so they will earn as much money as possible. So if you want to take control of your marketing, if you want to take control over the communication with your fans, your followers, your leads, your customers, you need an email list. And the email list is the main part in your marketing funnel or marketing sequence. I'm sure you know what that is and how it works, the different parts, but I want to go through the traditional marketing funnel, the kind of funnel you usually think about when you hear sales funnel or marketing funnel. And this is the funnel that will that will force you or your company or someone in your startup to uh, put a lot of time, put a lot of effort into creating content. And this is why so many companies don't have it because they believe, they think that they need to set aside hours and hours every day uh, to do this, to, to create content, to keep this funnel uh, up and running. But as I will show you, pretty soon, very soon, you can do this with much less effort. But first, let's walk you through, let's walk through the traditional sales funnel. At the top of the funnel, you have the the outreach. This is where you uh, make people know that you exist, just like we talked about before. The first thing you need uh, before someone will buy something for you from you. You need to make them realize that you exist, that your product is is available. So most people do this by posting on social media. You might have a Twitter account, you might have a fa- Facebook account and uh, or a LinkedIn account or all of them. And you spend time every day, you need to do that if you want to uh, stay visible to people, as soon as you stop posting on Twitter, people won't see you. The lifetime of a tweet is just a few hours. Some of them would live for a day or so if they go a tiny bit viral, if people interact with it. But mostly, most tweets will only live for a few hours. So you need to keep posting a lot of content on whatever social media platform you are on. And each of these posts, each of your tweets, need to consist a lot of value. 
So you need to come up with a lot of ideas. You need to craft your tweets. You need to post them. You need to answer. You need to reply to people. You need to share. You need to retweet, and whatever you whatever you need to do on that specific platform. It takes a lot of time. When people find out about you on Twitter, you then need to get them off Twitter onto your mailing list or newsletter. So let's say you have a weekly newsletter that you send out. You have a specific target market and you send them a weekly newsletter with a lot of value in it. Now you need to tell people that, hey, if you like what I write here or what what we share here, sign up for our newsletter and then you send a link. And the reason why you want to do this is, as we talked about before, Twitter and all the other social media platforms, they have algorithms. So if you have a thousand followers and you post something, a thousand people won't see that tweet. Maybe a hundred of them, if it's a good day, maybe a hundred of them will see the tweet because the algorithm will prevent most of them from seeing it. And you, this is why you need to get people off your your social media platforms as soon as possible to take control, to take control of the communication channel between you and them. So you tell people maybe maybe you've uh, maybe you've pinned a tweet with a link to your mailing list at the top of your Twitter profile, or you are sharing it now and then in your feed, and you get people to sign up. Uh, to your mailing list. Uh, And this is the first step of getting people to trust you because now you can keep on talking to them without any algorithm stopping you. But what do you have to do now? Well, you can't just get people on your mailing list and then wait until you have uh, an offer to give them. So people sign up and then four months later, they get an email from you saying, hey, buy our product. Here's the link. Why can't you do that? Well, because people, first of all, they don't remember you. If they signed up a month ago or even a week ago, they have forgotten about you. They don't remember your name. They don't remember the 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 name of your company because they see a thousand names a day they sign up for mailing lists every day so just because you have them on your mailing list doesn't mean they will magically buy something from you you need to keep them uh, interested in you you need to keep giving them value And the most common way to do that is to send out weekly emails. I I guess weekly emails uh, are the most common, common, uh, what do you say, distance between the emails. So you send a weekly email to your mailing list so that they, you will keep the leads warm until you have something to buy, to, to, to sell. This means you have to sit down every week and type out this email. You can't just uh, post the updates of your product because they are not interested in your product yet. They just signed up for your email because you promised them value and you need to give them that value. Selling the product comes only, remember, after they trust you. And you make them trust you not by sending out spam, not by 
bombarding them with offers and discounts, but by giving them value, by sharing knowledge, by sharing tips and tricks, by sharing resources that they can use without giving you money. You need to give first, and you need to give a lot before you can ask them to give something back, to give their money to you. So now you need to sit down every week and send an email. You need to write this up. First of all, you need to research it. Uh, maybe you have uh, an email where you you collect really, really good resources from all over the internet in this specific niche. So you share five great articles from internet every week. You need to spend a lot of time doing that, finding these articles. You need to write the text. You need to make sure it's formatted uh, properly. This takes a lot of time. And I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but if you don't have a weekly email, if you're not sending emails because it's taking too long, it is a bad thing. Then you need to find another way of doing that. So you're sending out weekly emails and then whenever you have the time, whenever you find, realize like, hey, we need more clients, we need more users, then you, you send this uh, email out saying, hey, you should try our product, go here and click this link. And you do this every month or uh, every three months or everything like that. And my guess is that you won't get much traction from that. You much don't won't get much result from that. So this is this is a traditional way of building a funnel. This is a funnel that if you're doing it right will work for you. It will give you uh, a lot of leads, it will give you uh, extra revenue, but it takes a lot of time. So if you don't have those resources, if you don't have the manpower, if you don't have the the, the money to spend on someone to do this for you, and if you don't have the time to do it yourself, you need to create your funnel in another way. You need to make sure that you have a funnel, you need to set it up so that it doesn't force you to put in all these hours every day, every week. So how can you do this? Let me show you a way of doing this in a better way, in a way so that your funnel is not depending on you putting in the work all the time, every day, every week. It consists of the same parts, but they are set up in a way so that they will keep on bringing in leads. They will keep on nurturing these leads, even when you are focusing on something else, even when you are doing work somewhere else. This is how it works. Remember in the traditional funnel, you were doing the posting on social media. You, you put in hours every day, to keep yourself visible on Twitter. Twitter and all the other social medias like LinkedIn and Facebook, uh, Instagram, 
they are what I like to call flow platforms. What does this mean? Well, when you post something, as I said before, it will pretty quickly disappear. And you need to post something else and something else and something else because all this content flows right by in your users' uh, feeds. So you need, what you post today won't do anything good for you tomorrow. Instead, you should create content on evergreen platforms. An evergreen platform is your blog. That's an evergreen platform. Your podcast is an evergreen platform as well as your YouTube channel. If you write a blog post about a specific problem, an evergreen problem, not a trend, but a problem that your target audience have today, they had a year ago, and they will have (laughs) one year from now or five years from now. If you write a blog post about that today, you won't get a lot of clients from that blog post tomorrow or the next week or the next month. But slowly and surely, it will start to travel up in the Google search result. Because most certainly your target audience are Googling stuff. They have problems and they Google it to find the answer. And if you create blog posts that will help them solve these problems, they will find it. And they won't they they will not only find it this year, they will find it next year and the year after and the year after. This is why it's called evergreen platforms. Because if you write something on your blog today and if you choose the proper keywords, you choose you write the right title and you connect your blog post internally by linking to them, they will start to rise in the search results. The same goes for YouTube. YouTube is owned by Google, and I'm sure you've seen when you search for specific keywords, you you search for, you type in a question in Google, you will get uh, not only results as links, you will also get suggested videos. This is because YouTube and Google, they are connected and they are being more and more connected. So if you post videos on your YouTube channel and the same thing, you need to choose the right keywords, you need to choose the right uh, title, but they will start to show up in the search results when your target market is looking for answers to their most annoying, most expensive problems. So when you create a video on YouTube today, that will keep getting you leads for years and years to come. The same goes, or almost the same goes for podcasts. Right now, today, we don't have a very good way of searching through podcasts. There's no, there's not one service. I'm sure Google is about to to release it, but the, right now there's not one uh, service that 
will crawl all the podcast episodes and show you the results for what you're looking for. But still, a podcast is an evergreen platform. A podcast is a platform uh, where people will be listening at your episodes today and they will listening they will be listening um, at them in a year and two years. So creating a podcast and creating podcast episodes will bring you leads. And here's the thing. You might not have uh, time every week to write a blog post. You might not have time to create videos or, or podcast episodes. But now and then, you will find time. Now and then, in between projects, when you've just uh, set everything up, you've released a new uh, version of your product, you will have more time. And this is when you can focus for a few days or even a few hours on creating more content. Creating content for your evergreen platforms. And I'm sure you can see that. If you would do, if you would spend an hour or two uh, every month on Twitter, you wouldn't get anything from that. You wouldn't get any results from that. But if you spend an hour, two hours, three hours every month on creating a highly targeted uh, a blog post uh, targeting a very specific keyword, and you post that, that will work for you for years. So if you don't have the time to spend on social media, focus on creating content on evergreen platforms. The next step is to get people on your email list. So uh, in the traditional way, you tell people, hey, I send out this weekly email, you should join so you get the great value from it. You can still do that uh, with your, with this kind of, this, this less work, this less work funnel, but <laughs> there is another way of doing it, and that is by using lead magnets. So a lead magnet can be a a PDF, it could be a checklist, it could be a template, it could be a video workshop like the one I told you about in the beginning. It's basically, it's a piece of content that targets a very specific problem, an expensive problem that you know that a lot of your uh, audience, a lot of your target market want to solve. And you package this in a PDF or a video or an audio course or whatever you, you feel comfortable working with. And you give it to them when they sign up with their email. So basically, they pay for it with their email. And all, all of the uh, email list providers will... will, will uh, help you do this. You can do that with all the providers. So now you post this lead magnet or a sign-up box for this lead magnet at the bottom of your blog post, or you mention it in your podcast episodes, just like I did in the beginning of this one. 
Same goes for the YouTube videos. You mentioning it, you mention it in the video and you post a link to it at the bottom. This means if people read your blog post tomorrow or in a year or in five years, they will still have access to this lead magnet and they will still sign up for your email list. Now they are on your email list and now you need to make them trust you. Remember, you do this by sending them value over time. You build trust, you show people what you can do over time. You never know in this kind of funnel, this kind of automated funnel, when they sign up. So if you send a weekly email, it might be a week from them signing up to them getting the first email. If you just sent out an email and then one hour later someone signs up, there'll be a week until they hear from you again. And as I said, they will forget about you. So what you should do when you have the time is to create a welcome sequence. So a welcome sequence is a sequence of emails sent out one each day for a certain amount of days. Let's say they sign up um, by downloading a lead magnet. Next day, they get uh, an email from you with even more value. Then the next day, same thing. Next day, the same thing. So you're sending out three, four, five, six, ten emails, uh, one each day. What will happen now is that, first of all, they will remember you. They will get an email each day and your name will start to stick. And by giving them value in each email, you will prime them you will make them understand, you will teach them that by clicking your name in their inbox, by opening your email, they will get value. They will get something from that click, that email, that will help them, that will make their lives better, that will help them grow their business, earn more money, uh, look better, whatever, whatever kind of um, target audience you have. So the first thing you should do is to create a welcome sequence. You can do that when you have the time. If you only have time to write three short emails sharing one quick tip each, start doing that. Start writing a hundred word email uh, for three days. It won't take you more than an hour, but it's something to start with. Then you might go back to doing what you have to do to, to, <laughs> to have an income or to help your clients or to update your product, but you will have these three emails in place and they will welcome your new subscribers. They will make them remember you. And then when you have an hour to spare, you go back, you add two more emails or you expand on the emails you already have. 
So now you have the welcome sequence that will make people remember you and that it will make them trust you. What about the weekly emails? You still have to write weekly emails, right? Well, you still need to send out weekly emails, but you don't have to sit down each week to write them. I would like to introduce you to a concept called the shadow newsletter. To the people subscribing to your mailing list, it seems like you are sitting down every week to write, write an email and to send it to them. But the truth is, these emails have been written in advance. So just like your welcome sequence that is sent out uh, once a day during five days, you write weekly emails. So after the first five days, there will be a one-week pause, and then you will send out another automated email with even more value. Then you will wait another week and send another email, then another, and then another. So you can basically add emails when you have the time to this list. I know people with 50 emails in a sequence like this. This means when someone sign up for their mailing list, they don't have to do anything. They don't have to do anything. They don't have to write a word. And the subscribers will still get emails during an entire year. And I know for sure that they didn't write all of these 50 emails in one sitting. They wrote one or two. And then they had a few hours a month later. And they sat down and write, wrote four or five emails and added them to the list. And the next week they wrote another one. This means people will keep getting emails even when you don't have the time. And even better, you know exactly what they get. Each subscriber on your newsletter will have the exact same experience. They will get the same emails in the same order, the same sequence. So this means you will give every subscriber the same experience. So this is a very good way to build your newsletter if you know you don't have the time every week to sit down. Create a shadow newsletter with pre-written emails that are sent out one every week. Now to the last part of this uh, automated funnel. If you have a product to sell, you should pitch this to people now and then. You can either connect this pitch to a uh, certain, certain uh, key metrics, like when someone have opened five of your emails, you send out this three email pitch sequence or five email pitch sequence. Or you can create a pitch sequence that lives in MailChimp or MailerLite or ConvertKit or whatever you're using. And then once every three months, 
you set it off, you start it. You say, hey, send this pitch out to all my subscribers. And if you have several products, you can have several pitches. You can have several pitches for each product. And the good thing is if you write them, if you sit down for a day when you have the time to write them out, to make sure that you walk everyone through the value, the, the uh, success stories and everything you need, you can just leave it there and activate it when you need it to be activated. So this is how you can create a sales funnel when you don't have the time to put in every day, every week. This is how you can have a sales funnel that would work for you even when you are doing work somewhere else, even when no one in your startup have the time to be on social media. The good thing is you can still be on social media, you can still post stuff on social media when you have the time. And that, what, what that would do is to give you a, a peak in, in interest. You will get even more people to see what you do and you can, you can post your lead magnets there as well. But you will know that when you don't have the time to post on social media, there's still a sales funnel working for you. And if you want to know even more about how to build a sales funnel like this, you can download my free video webinar, my free video workshop. And this will explain the four parts you need, how you can set them up. It's basically a blueprint for how to create your first sales funnel or an improved sales funnel that will start working for you on day one. You can download it for free at jenslenartson.com slash workshop and I will put a link and in the description. Thank you so much for sticking with me for this entire episode. I really hope you got a lot from it and I really hope that we will meet again next week. Bye-bye.